Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Welcome back to the Electrify Expo podcast from the creators of Electrify Expo, America's largest e-mobility festival. Welcome back to another episode of the Electrify Expo podcast. I am Joe Boris here as ever with Chris DeMauro. We got a lot to talk about today, man. Where do you a want to start? A lot to talk about. Uh, you know, Cybertruck. I, <laughs> I can never not want to talk about this because I have strong opinions about this. But Joe, why don't you why don't you uh, tell us what's going on in the world of the Cybertruck? Sure. Well, a couple of days ago, uh, I think it was yesterday, actually, we had some leaked photos of uh, that showed up on the Cybertruck forum about someone who apparently got inside some kind of Tesla meeting and got their hands uh, on some pictures of a prototype, a, an early production prototype. This is different from the car that was shown as a concept uh, originally. And this one has some subtle differences. It's got some production ready wheels and tires. It's not like the crazy octagonal wheels. It's got a, uh, you know, the headlights are, or the headlight, I should say, mm. is pushed back behind the bumper, which is required for crash tests and all that. It looks but- less likely to cut you. It looks less, a little less likely to cut you. But the other thing I noticed when you see it with people around it, it looks kind of small. It does actually. That's actually a really good point. Like, especially the back end, right? This is supposed to be a truck. The back end, yeah. It's bigger. (laughs) Yeah, it seems bigger than a Ford Maverick, but like not quite as big as the F 150. I wonder if. Oh, definitely not as big as the F 150. It's. No. Do you think that's intentional that they're trying to like, we're not going to go compete directly with the F-150 and the Silverado. Well, first off, and... yes, absolutely. I, I don't think they're stupid, right? But I, no, I they're also definitely have to, not that. I also have to say, you know, again, from the beginning, you know, they've been clear, this is a lifestyle truck. This is not, it's not that you can't do work stuff with it, right? You can't. At least that's how they're telling. That's what they're telling us. But right. this is—I don't think anybody's going to mistake this for an F-150. I don't think anybody's going to re- buy this to replace their F-150 if they use that F-150 for work. Because again, as you mentioned, just just the size of it—it's—it really is like uh, it would. Do we have dimensions? Have they actually given us actual dimensions on no, this? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. So it's—I think it's. It's nice to see that they're still serious about this. This isn't just kind of like going away, which is cool, right? Like uh, (laughs) not going away. No, well, uh, as much as I might want it to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but it's it's interesting, right? Because like there are so many people who want this truck. I mean, I honestly, I'm one of them, right? I think this thing's awesome. But we've had this conversation with you and Matt and everybody before. Like, I'm the only one who likes it. That's okay. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Again, you don't I, have just... to like it. There's, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the beauty of this. When we first started doing this, there were no electric pickups. There were zero that you could like or dislike. Now, if you don't like this one, you like the Rivian. If you don't like the Rivian, there's an F-150 Lightning. If you don't like that, you know, there's the Lordstown. If you don't like that one, hey, maybe the Which Silverado. is awesome. Which is awesome. I guess my whole thing is Tesla did what we needed them to do, which was make an electric car. That's a 
good looking car and a good car first and electric second in a lot of ways even though being electric is the primary thing it looked like a good luxury car this just throws all that out of the window and it just has to be different it's that kid in school that has to have a different color hair every other week all right (laughs) you know and if that's what they want to do that's fine but you know i i i I guess they've earned that, right? They've earned it. So they've earned that. You know, I'm not just made a splash. They made a splash. We're talking about this thing. Still talking about it. What? And and, and we don't even know when it's going to be ready. So I'm done talking about it. We're done. (laughs) I'm done talking about it. Give me something less controversial. Okay. Well, how about this? I mean, this was one, a car that when you and I first saw it at the Electrify Expo at the live events, we were like really smitten with it. This is the EV6. I love it. They have finally announced pricing. For the base model at thirty three thousand four hundred. Now that Stop is, it. that's with the seventy five hundred tax incentive, that's but okay. still, that's nothing. And it's rear wheel drive, oh. you know, close to three hundred horsepower for the base model. That's a lot of car for that's for most so people. Dark. That's a, I mean, that's a that's and a it looks you know, good. Car. It's a good looking car. Yeah, you know, um, again, uh, not to knock too heavily on Tesla because at the end of the day, I still love Tesla, but. Compared to the Model 3, again, you know, this is, I looked at the Model 3 and I just, it didn't do it for me. It didn't do like the exterior and the interior. This Kia EV6 though, I love it. I love it. If there was, this would be the EV I would go out and buy today. This yeah, is the this one. Is a, this is a sharp, uh, a sharp looking car. And the colors they have it in too. I really like the matte finish on these. I think these are sharp cars. What I'm really excited about though is, you know, the one that they showed initially, which was the GT. That's the one that's 600 horsepower, all wheel drive. And like, we don't, we don't all need that, right? We don't all need to spend 70 grand on an SUV. Right. For, for something like this at 35 grand, I mean, you're talking you know, with any kind of down payment, you're talking about, you know, five, 600 bucks a month on that. That's doable. And that's a real nice ride to be able to have. If you got a family, if you live in the city, or even if you're just driving around, that's a really slick ride. And that's a good price. It's a really slick ride. It's a really good price. Uh, You know, I think, I think this is of all the EVs that I've been seeing coming out from people and stuff. This is the one that does it the best for me. I think so. And if you haven't seen it in person, it's a lot smaller than you think it is. It's a lot more sporty. It really does have that like kind of Lotus inspired styling, which is what the stylists were going for. Very, very slick stuff. Um, But I want to say that, you know, as cool as that is, you know, it is a little bit retro. And I think that there is still a market for that kind of retro look. And I think Volkswagen is going to really knock it out of the park because their next electric car that they've been shown, and we we actually saw one for the first time uh, driving around in Germany. They're bringing back the uh, the original bus, and they're doing it as an electric. Okay, they have literally been talking about this for a decade, though. They have literally been talking about this for a decade. Literally, yeah. I but don't it seems care. Really until real it's now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> but I won't believe it until I see it. I, they've they've committed to this whole EV thing. There's no reason not to. I'm not saying they're not going to do it. I am just so jaded that I feel like I have to be a little standoffish about it at this point. Yeah, I think that that's fair. But I think that the reason that I think now is different is because they they've kind of been dragged into it, kicking and screaming, right? Like not only... 
is Volkswagen still kind of recovering from Dieselgate, but like they are now funding a lot of the infrastructure that's out there through Electrify America. And with that, it's kind of like, well, now there is an infrastructure. Now they're even yeah. if we paid for it. Now there's a really a strong business case for this thing that didn't exist even three or four years ago. So I think that that makes a ton of sense. And I think, you know, the other thing, and I, I know, I know I don't hate to use the word overlanding, but like, glamping and like going off road in your car is like really big right now. It's so hot. Yeah. It's so hot I, right now. <laughs> so hot. So hot right now. So hot right now. And you know, we were just talking about uh RVs in the show last week when we got back from the uh Florida yes. RV show. Like this this whole camping get outdoors thing. But it makes sense, right? Because we do live in the time of COVID. We don't want to go, you know, the, the one time that I went out in the last like six, seven months that I actually went somewhere with the kids, we went to the uh, MSI, the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. And two days later, I tested positive for COVID. So like, I'm not doing that anymore. It makes perfect sense to like dump all my kids into the VW van, take them out camping, go out, do some fishing, hike some trails and kind of, you know, get away from everybody. And it's a, it's, it's a funny thing that again, did you put it as like this COVID thing has just been around and it is influencing the way we live and stuff. But on the other hand, again, you know, this, this whole EV minibus thing, it ha- it just screams to every crunchy hippie granola mom in the plant on the planet. You know what I mean? So it just <laughs> makes sense. I'm really glad again. I totally believe they're going to do if it. You had, if you had three kids and it was, Okay, do I get another SUV just like every other soccer mom out there? Or do I get something that's a little fun, a little playful? I mean, that's it's a nice car. I think I think they're gonna sell as many as they build, they're gonna sell. I think they're gonna do great with it. Well, you know, it's gonna come down to pricing and all that stuff. We have no idea what this is even gonna cost. Uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, we have Hail no Mary. clue. Like, I'm going to say, well, we were so wrong on the F-150. Let's be we wrong. We were. Again. Let's be wrong again. I'm going to say 50 grand. I'm going to say starting around 33. Wow. Okay. That's okay. The, that seems to be the number. These that days. seems to be the, oh, you well, know, and I mean, that could be before after I'm going to say after tax credits so more like 40. Okay. But I totally, if they want to sell these, it has to be around that number, you know, uh, if they want to sell these, in I mean, the that's numbers. what Odyssey's. That's what a Honda Odyssey or Toyota well, exactly, Toyota exactly. That's what you're gonna pay for a minivan. That's what you're gonna pay for a minivan. Exactly right. Which, which I mean, just taken out of context, that seems wild to me that minivans are that expensive. But here we are, right? 2022. Um, I also want to wrap this up. I want to kind of bring up one last thing. This was just announced today. General Motors is putting seven billion with a big B into Michigan and Ohio to upgrade and expand their plants. They're hiring 2,300 new jobs in Michigan to build and double their capacity for Altium batteries. Uh, It's it's so so more than last year. This is so nice. It's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice to see, you know, again, we're, we're at a point where we are seeing the automakers, the, the legacy automakers and the new ones, and we're just speeding full speed ahead towards the electric future. Everybody's in on yes. it now. And it's just so reassuring. You know, <laughs> uh, we can get into a whole thing about, you know, capitalism and all that. But it's nice to see this. It worked. 
It worked. It worked. This yeah. is a good situation. It worked. You know, competition yeah. arose and everybody's kind of rising to the occasion. And I'm just so encouraged by it. But not everybody is going to make it right. Like, that's OK. That's the whole point. We don't need a billion automakers. Oh, that's true. You know, it was cool. It was cool when we had all these specialized automakers. And I think, you know, let me put it like this. Let me put it like this. There was an era where no new automakers were really arising for like 30, 40 years. We kind of had what we had, right? People tried, but nothing ever went anywhere. Yeah, now, I think from like 1980 to like 2010, I think that's that's exactly yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, like nothing really new came out. Nobody of import, you know, I, that's not fair to say, but you know, no big automakers, no one came and made the splash yeah. that Tesla did. And no, now Tesla kind of some brands, like you had Lexus, right. but that was a brand, not a new car maker. It's a brand that doesn't count. And even the brands, you know, you have things like Saturn and Eagle and all this stuff. Which were just, you know, you know, I'm like trying to make something together or trying some kind of new. And it never even even those really didn't stick. Right. Yeah. But now we yeah. have actual car companies coming up, coming out of nowhere, doing the thing. And yeah, all of them won't make it. But it's so cool to be a part of this, to, to be witnessing, literally witnessing history. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. This is this is not a pre-planned topic. We'll do, we'll just we'll wrap on this. There's a ton of technology car or technology makers that are getting into the role of car maker. There's Apple that's been rumored for 10 years. There's Sony, which we now know what Sony has. Foxconn is building something. Um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of that kind of going on. Of the new people. Right of the ones that that are coming out, and and I'll put Fisker in there too, because even though we've been talking about Fisker for 10, 11 years, and he's always been a part of the conversation, this is really his first new car in a while. So I'll put that in there as well. Of those, who do you think has the best chance of making it? I that's a good question. Okay, so the two the two that I would pick would be Lucid and. Oh man, what's the what's the uh, truck guys? The ones that are Rivian? really cool truck. Rivian. I think yeah. Lucid and Rivian are the two that I would put money on. And the and this is not financial advice, but <laughs> but <laughs> the reason I say that the reason I say this one Rivian has just has all these partnerships and even their partnerships that don't necessarily go anywhere. They've shown an ability to make partnerships to to make friends. Uh, they have a product. It's real. It's being built. So, you know, them. And I think Lucid, because they're going after the very high end. You know, Tesla is mid-range to high end, right? Lucid is like, nah, 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 nah. Like, we just want your money. Okay. We just want your money. And I think I think I think they've put together a really good product. And I think, you know, again, if they're going after that niche kind of, you know low end Bentley high end, you know, Mercedes. Yeah, you're getting niche. an off, you're getting an off lease Bentley or, or like a, an entry S class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It, that, and I think that is, that's a solid market these days. I think you could, can't go wrong going after that. You can't go. I agree with that completely. I think that the only reason I would challenge that is because it's not an SUV and sedans with the exception of the Model S and the Model Three, sedans really don't sell, especially. But not see, but see, US. that's the ir- the irony of that statement here is, you know, it's an electric sedan, so the electric sedans are selling. It's not necessarily that sedans yeah, are selling. You I know, know. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. You're not wrong. 
But to me, it's that statement where it's like, okay, well, you know, people are buying the Model X, sure, but the the Tesla Model S still sells well. The Model Three still sells well, yeah. and those are not crossovers. Those are I don't sedans. know. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Rivian. I, th- I second Rivian, and I'll, I'll give it to Rivian and Sony. I think uh, if Sony, Sony, Sony doesn't get it wrong, dude, they were the I don't last. the difference to Sony Vio. What's wrong with the vial? It's it was a terrible laptop. computer. It's terrible. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm talking oh, to you. I have strong opinions. I, <laughs> I can't complain. Okay. I have strong opinions. And well, look, I, they I, were I, the last ones into the console race when it came to like Nintendo, Sega, Atari. They were the last ones in. And the day the PlayStation dropped, the original one 20 years ago, it made everything else look stupid. When I, Sony's car drops, if they if they do it, if, if they, they do, do it, the day it drops, you're going to go, oh, this is what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> I and hope that's you're it. Right. We got I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Okay. But no, All right, for, for, the, for the shareholders sake, we got to show <laughs> For the for Sarah, <laughs> we got a show here. All right, guys. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. The Electrify Expo podcast is brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, America's largest e-mobility festival, featuring the hottest electrified brands and products in the e-mobility sector. The Electrify Expo is coming to five major cities in 2022, so be sure to subscribe and don't miss out. Thanks for listening to the Electrify Podcast. Brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV. And follow along on social media for daily clips and more.